What it is, what it do, and welcome to another episode of Lake Views. Bring you the news you may or may not choose, but AY refuse because the fuse is lit and this is it. We're about to find out what's all been going down with the benefits. And so we had to sit down with the likes of Scoundrel Spence, Gem Real, GP Jacobs to find out what they've been on and everything to expect for their album release show happening this Saturday, April 14th at 10 p.m. at the 331 Club in Northeast Minneapolis. And so if you didn't know, Let's get to know with this banger right here. It's called Bags on Lake Views. I need bags, big ass bags, bigger than the bags under my dad's eyes. I need bags, big ass bags. I need them all before my dad dies. I need bags, big ass bags, filling up bags. I can pay to do the long care, get the record straight. For the right bag, I'll come to your studio, spit the truth on there. I need bags, big ass bags, bigger than the bags under my dad's eyes. I need bags, big ass bags. I need them all before my dad dies. I need bags, big ass bags, filling up bags. I can pay to do the long care, get the record straight. For the right bag, I'll Come to your party, get some shit going on there. I was hanging out like an Ani With the family, been bonding You cannot cage the truth or stop this new age from dawning Still been getting smoky, blowing chronic Low, key gets grindy, but I got the drip from the creek Yo shit is weak, that's Bado Dasani Yeah, hey, I might be the grooviest Give a fuck about what dude is on Crossing the Rubicon, blue is super strong Doobie, yes, I'm a gooey Had me chopping the city straight, feeling like Kublai Khan Gotta thank God for the squad, they don't do me wrong Rooting for the underdog, chilling in the studio Fuck around, had Rudy on We was playing crucial conflict, uncle was a convict Sleeping in the basement, oftentimes on shit Thank God I learned how to roll a fat blunt If that didn't work it out, he said a four bong hit Little bit of green long walks Medicinal. Saying what I mean when I talk they listen though. Do it cause I feel pure joy when I write it Boy, bite it, I don't give a fuck, the other shit's additional I need bags, big ass bags Bigger than the bags under my dad's eyes I need bags, big ass bags I need them all before my dad dies I need bags, big ass bags, filling up bags I can pay to do the long care, get the record straight For the right bag, I'll come to your studio Spit the truth on there I need bags, big ass bags, bigger than the bags Under my dad's eyes I need bags, big ass bags I need them all before my dad dies I need bags, big ass bags, filling up bags I can pay to do the long care, get the record straight For the right bag, I'll come to your party Get some shit going on there Check me out, check me out, check me out, check me out I'm lit and I'm done putting lids on my shit They don't really wanna see me get on my shit Moved to the city, had to learn the city slick Pops was a hippie but he still hit his licks We went to school and we thought we had him tricked But we're straight up the mud like some motherfucking ticks Fuck the dumb shit, that's the best advice I ever got Don't be a bitch, might be runner up Put it on my entire life, I would never stop Arguing to it every minute that the sun is up, yeah Fuck all who hate it, put it real clear when I stated I put in some working for all of them hours Me and my family gon' get compensated Like, I got some hoes and they say that they go for me I got my mama, she praying the rosary I got the swag of a Bolshevik pagan And I be bagging the groceries I got some scoundrels, they say that they down They ain't the type to be playing around So I play my position, oh yeah, I'm pitching I'ma start to get it getting, I'ma stay on the mound I need bags, big ass bags Bigger than the bags under my dad's eyes I need bags, big ass bags I need them all before my dad dies I need bags, big ass bags Filling up bags, I can pay to do the long care Get the record straight, for the right bag I'll come to your studio, spit the truth on there I need bags, big ass bags Bigger than the bags under my dad's eyes I need bags, big ass bags I need them all before my dad dies I need bags, big ass bags Filling up bags, I can pay to do the long care Get the record straight, for the right bag I'll come to your party, get some shit going on there 
Alright, right now we are sitting down and trying to figure out what's all good with the benefits. You might know them as Gem Real, Scoundrel Spence, GP Jacobs also in the mix. What's good, fellas? Hey, what's up? Hello, hello. How goes it? Yeah, doing well. Thanks for coming through. Uh, thank you for the invite, man. This is super cool. When did you move out here, man? I moved out here like three years ago now, I think. Right? Damn. Something like that. And I went there. I came out here to go to McNally. Oh. Yep. Yeah, and I got my shit <laughs> before they uh, they ended up closing, and linked up with these guys, like and we're blessed. Like, yeah, like well, oh man, shit, like what two years ago now, I think, yeah, something like that. And I remember that we knew each other through Toki, and then we started. At, uh, at first, I was a DJ. And like just like backing up and shit, and we we're doing like the uh, fuck the dumb shit beats and yeah. hobby beats and shit like that. Rehearsing and, at McNally. Yeah, rehearsing at McNally and shit. And then after a while, that's that. That's a good segue actually to that because after a while, um, when Jake would be handling big business, like you know what I mean, like <laughs> being grown, uh, me and Spent sometimes would just be kicking it and shit, and that's kind of how a lot of these joints ended up getting made. It was like, just like playing beats. You know what I mean? It's like, oh, what are you doing with that? Well, I'm not doing shit with it. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> well, cool. Let's do some shit with it. And then uh, we made like, like 12 or 13 tracks, something like that. Yeah. And then like cut it all down to like the dope, the Fly 7. And... That's what the benefits ended up turning into after a while. And we recorded it. I wouldn't say like it took two years, but like the better half of that, you know what I mean? Just like all the time and yeah. you writing shit. and For sure. It was hard to make. It took so long because we were so busy too. <laughs> it was a really busy two years. Like Yeah. It's yeah. like after yeah. Yeah, like my first time ever being in the city and like going to college for the first time ever and like... I had a couple of different jobs at that point. Like I was working at the current at that point for some portion of that, and mm. um, working at Rhyme Series for a portion of that as well. Working at the cafe at school, like, and so like a lot of this shit was like late night, like you know, ten o'clock mm. to midnight, midnight to three. So you know what I mean? Like, came together like designated practice days and stuff like that like it was really cool to go from like i was just thinking about it the other day like started off doing that and then when we were that last show we did a 331 all day when we performed that that was like like that's that whole song was like made recorded released performed in like you know what i mean that like week or that two weeks it was just like all the way through the through the shit you know it was super cool oh yeah and like to be making songs too you know what i mean like we got shit we got more shit too that i'm really excited about believe it the same time you know talking about that all day joint i was actually there and that was the first time i saw you guys like perform together oh yeah and yeah i have to admit that's right that was buck as fuck that was right hey thank you that was really fun like you guys seem like you would have been like doing that for like six months on the low, but you just turn it around, just got on stage and started going in. Yeah, I'm trying to do it again. Yeah, mm -hmm. 
was gonna say though but let's talk about the name benefits what does that mean to you guys like why decide on all the verbiage out there to just go as the benefits <laughs> the benefits that's a really good question actually um me and nick were having a hard time deciding the title for actually i kind of throwing back ideas and stuff stuff like that but um we were kind of looking at he, he was he was bringing up the third shift yeah which was like a it was like a way back in the day some shit we released that today really yeah wow yeah it's going all the way back it's kind of funny when i listen back to it now i'm kind of like kind of cringeworthy at points but um shit is dope man yeah um, it's dope man yeah but like kind of like that whole like and even realizing like putting together like a body of work that you could talk about like you know what I'm saying some themes that could develop or like how they could interplay off of each other and then realizing that like the the benefits was really like reflective of my life and our lives at the time which is like really like still working you know what I'm saying now that hasn't changed since the benefit since the third shift has released um but at a different point of like development and maturity that like I feel like now we're starting to reap the benefits of a lot of the hard work that we've been putting in, like that whole like two year long process of like meeting up at 10 and 12. Um, but now we have adult project that like, I feel like it's a level up for us. And that's like, yeah, that's like, that's like the benefits. Yeah. I was going to say, it sounds beneficial. Like you guys really just taking, you know, the fruits of the labor and just finally putting that towards something, not only that you believe in, but you just kind of carrying on the torch from what you have and, you know, taking what you have from the cringeworthy stuff that you know is dope back then, but just knowing what you're capable of now, it just makes it sound that much more crisp and more like, I don't know, solidifies the vision almost. Yeah, I think it sounds that way too. All right. Yeah. yeah. And it was interesting for me too, because that was like, <clears throat> that was like all work, but it was definitely very, very fun and very, you know what I mean? Like, True. That, like making it and like, that time literally like when you have a full day of class and work and work and you know doing shit for other people and making other people happy all day and then but you know at like 11 you know you're gonna you're gonna be able to do the things that not like like just do something for yourself you know keep you going keep it Yeah. yeah and and you know celebrate and 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 move your body and and sing and do your art and smoke and eat food and you know that's kind of that's kind of like what i think about when they're talking about like a theme to it and everything and having having a story to look back on you know what i mean and it was also interesting because i was playing like when i first when i first met spencer i met you guys at the longest bridge i met you at the longest bridge release mm-hmm yeah, and then um, when I first started playing beats for him and shit, I'm playing like my MPC beats and like you know sample like super like choppy and stuff like that. And he's like, "Bro, these are cool and these are like these are dope, but like I want to sound like Migos." <laughs> <laughs> like, like, I like I want. He's like, "Have you ever heard Migos?" And I was like, "Nah, I've never heard." Him. He's like, "Listen to this." He's <laughs> like, turns this shit up. I'm like what the fuck and and you know i mean it's it's funny but it's like it's true you know i never heard anything like you know what what people were playing for me like lil yachty and and uh uh travis scott and shit like that i was like what the fuck like in a good way like you know it's not like my jam but but i like anything that makes me like question 
things i like there's something I mean? to like think about yeah. there early yeah I, yeah i think you know i'd rather have uh walk in a room and be like oh shit what's that then even if i'm like oh what the fuck i'd rather be like that most times than just be like okay cool that's uh that's that right there <laughs> yeah. that's that that's what it's gonna be uh, uh burger and fries yep with coke yep yep this is a uh, uh, bar stool seat bar yeah tv yeah, yeah, that's what it is. That's what it's gonna be. That's a rapper, rapping, and I'm gonna go home now. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. I'd rather have something that's like makes me mad or or makes me feel weird, makes me want to dance or some makes you want to do something. Yeah, it's kind of about the experiment or yeah. experience is what I meant to say. Yeah, well, how you do it, what you were doing when you did it, yeah, and what it means to you, you know, because it's a shorter project, but all the songs like really mean a lot to me and, and like that's what i started that whole little rant about but uh just like stepping out of my comfort zone as a person literally but also with like my production style and like uh the like sounds and like grooves and stuff i really tried to i really love lyrics so i i ended up learning a lot of lyrics to the song so when i was making the beats and shit i was like rapping along to it when i made the beats to try and like get the get the drums with them with the like uh, with his flows and shit, you know yeah. what I mean? Because like I, I think that's something that new age like quote unquote trappier shit has. You know what I mean? Like kind of seems like the the kicks line up sometimes. You know what I mean? So I don't know. It was just it was it was really cool and it was a really great experience. When did you guys decide that you guys were not just hanging out and like making rap songs and chilling? And when did you guys decide that you had a project? That's another good question. Yeah, man, we're always just chilling and making rap songs. And shit, <laughs> yeah. so. That's the thing, man. Like, that's the cool thing. Like, I don't know. Like, I n- never didn't didn't know. You know what I mean? Didn't wasn't definitely the the. I knew these guys based on their merit before I knew them like musically. You know what I'm saying? Like, and even if we didn't make music, I'd still holler at them and you know and kick it. But that's just that's just that's a big. That's what I, I'm glad you asked that question because that's something that i think is really important to talk about like a big distinction between artists and musicians and like people like that when it comes to like friendships and shit like that like for me even like when i go back home right and i hit up a good friend of mine who i've known for a while and he doesn't make music right right i'll be like yo what's going on man how you doing he's like oh what's going on come on over and kick it when he comes over and kicks it i'm gonna be playing beats and shit for him you know what i mean and and like making a little beat and like rolling blunt or whatever but he doesn't make beats and that's all good the difference is is that like we all like music you know what i mean like we don't like kick it to make music we kick it and we're friends and we also make music that's just like that's like what we do that's like you know what i mean like that just comes attached to it you know what i mean like i feel like there was a point though where we both realized that we were trying to get money doing it though oh yeah i'm not yeah. i'm not saying that yeah I, yeah yeah you know you're saying? right as far yeah. as like we're like i feel like one thing that's really like i thought was a reason why i like was drawn to you too as a friend and as like a comrade is because i realized how much ambition you had with the uh, music yeah. you know what i'm saying and i'm like yeah that's somebody who's working at the wavelength that i'm working on yeah and, uh, that, that, I'm, that i'm trying to vibrate on because like nicholas takes himself real serious as a as an artist and like a, a hustler yeah you know what i'm saying so right. i think like and then like i think it didn't take us long to realize that we're, we're in our presence and we're both operating on like a similar vibration right now like 
um trying to make music like you saying like genuinely like i was looking for a place to, like man i'm just trying to write and <laughs> and kick it you know what i'm saying and yeah, yeah. but uh and, and like and then we like just decided like yeah we should make a project yeah when when shit starts piling up you know what i mean when like you look you know you're like looking at this playlist just kind of like pile up and shit and then one day you're like man we got like 15 songs like they sound you know we sound sounds pretty good shit like what what should we do with them you know and we recorded a bunch of the songs multiple times with like different uh people and and in different studios and i recorded some of them and we did bags like damn near like four times something like that I recorded bags. really yeah. yeah and um but i don't know like it was it was just really it was really cool and that's important too is the part about getting like not even about getting money i don't like to say getting money even though it is getting money but i just like to say survival like be able to survive you know what i mean be able to be happy off of whatever you want to do whatever that is because for me it was like some urgency shit you know because i'm out here alone like i i have i'm a person who every day i'm here it's a privilege <clears throat> very much so a privilege so i'm trying to get to it like every you know what i mean every day like while we were working on this stuff i put out my own project and i was on the hamburger helper shit and oh, i made a yeah. bunch of beats you for, for people yeah absolutely nice. and that was when i first got into production and shit because nowhere nobody where i'm from makes rap music and shit they don't want beats out there you know what i mean you're definitely not making money it's just cool like it's super cool being able to learn how to be an entrepreneur like a modern day like hunting and gathering I mean, no doubt. use what you can do to get your shit. Hell yeah. I was going to say something, so I grabbed uh, it, but then you said it, so it don't. Uh, yeah. no. <laughs> well, talking about you saying something, I know you both are MCs, but as a producer, do you rap on this as well? Is this like a duo on the mic, or is Spence holding it down? And you're not, just no, Spence is holding it down. He's Spence is the the front man on the mic. I got two songs. I got two little verses, so I got two little little vocals in there to like complement the tracks. Okay, but that's it. Not two Spence. really dope additions. <laughs> hey, Spence is flexing on him on this one. That's what's up. It's, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm looking forward to hear that. But at the same time, you know. Do well, Spence. Do you, as an MC, take your bars a little bit harder? Do you write it a little bit better, knowing that he's as an MC also looking at your stuff while mixing this? I think being in Nicholas is like being around him and like working at that level is definitely like agitational to like because realizing that, yeah, got it, got to be on point. And Nicholas, Nicholas is a critical dude too, so like. <laughs> He, 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 he'll, he'll let it be known or like in, when he's sharing his verses with me and his songs with me I'm, I'll go home and be like okay like that's the bar that's being set um, and of course I'm always trying to do a little bit better you know yeah and it's the same way I love um, something I never was I did a lot growing up that I love to do is talk about bars and talk about like uh, talk about like uh, flow not chemistry i would say but like the way it adds up like the the math of it and me and spence have always had really great conversations super about like, good conversations yeah like about listen to a song and then be like you know a a b yeah a a c b b like like you like and you know you kind of after a while 
when you hang out with somebody more and you know it's cool because you realize that you have like shit in common when it comes to that because like when i listened to the third shift i I listened to that before i knew spence and i was listening i was like damn i was like shit because the the flows and shit i knew what he was going for and you know what i mean like i was in my mind i was like damn that's dope and then me and you started talking about this shit like like yeah man like it lines up like the long long distance shit and try not to rhyme like and really almost like i think blue is a good example of that we were listening to earlier mm-hmm. where sometimes it's like you know what i'm saying like and like not to be predictable you yeah. know what i'm saying and kicking flows that are like yeah you know what i'm yeah. saying like yeah not just like little couplets and or whatever but for, letting it stretch out for yeah. real but and and then having but still having substance too mm-hmm. you know what i mean and like that's an inspiring thing about the both of these dudes is that like very very dope writers and very very like real writers and not i i personally have haven't met people mcs who are saying what they're saying on the mic you know what i mean when they have the opportunity so that that shit is really dope you know what i mean and uh some that i definitely stand you know what i mean stand behind again as a person not and you know because i don't think there's a whole lot of separation between or your artistry and you i try i try not to, you know obviously there is like you know i flip burgers you know what i'm saying like i put on a hat and shit for for me part of like i look at other people for ins- inspiration when it comes to like how they carry themselves between on stage and off stage and generally those people have more of a not transparent but more you know just kind of one person you know, it's more about the person than the artistry, damn near. Yeah. Like, Kurt Cobain is somebody who comes to mind. Or, like, uh, Johnny Cash, you know. I feel like what it, what it makes me think of are, are like, uh, when you were complimenting our writing or saying, like, you know, our lyrics are political or they're based in real-life experiences or we have, like, a class consciousness in our music. I feel like that those were the things that you were finding and like coming from mm-hmm. New Hampshire, I feel like the reasons why we came into each other's lives and into each other's circles is like one the like Spence was saying, both like really grinding and committing, like not having a lot of extra time. Like we're not bullshitting. We actually don't get together and bullshit. Really, we end up kicking it, but we're getting work done all the time. So it's like me and Nick, we had that same frequency and that's like carries throughout the benefits. It's like working class music, you know, that was like written in adverse conditions. Um, but then it's also like the rural experience and like the working class experience and like searching for how do we tell those stories and how do we like use the music in an authentic way to like actually reflect our environments and uplift people. I feel like Nick has like asked a lot of the same questions that we asked and it's been like a really good learning process for me and Spence too. We chop it up because meeting Nicholas is like looking in the mirror in a certain way. But it's also very different because we grew up in the city. You know, we grew up in Minneapolis. Like, he grew up in New Hampshire. We have, like, similar experiences. And we'll talk about it like, damn, bro, that happened in my family. That happened in my family. That happened in my family. But then also, like, that was really different. Even, like, space, how the city looks to Nicholas is, like, you know, parking the car, driving the car, going from neighborhood to neighborhood. It's like you're in a whole new environment. And I feel like that's cool for me because then I see my environment through his eyes. And I realize, like, I've never really been in rural space. And I know I'd be hella disoriented if I was driving around like you guys are damn near like giving me the whole history like be driving through and like she'll be like all right you're in south minneapolis right now and give me like the whole history you know what i mean because like everything just kind of looks like it 
it, it just looks disorienting. You know what I mean? Everything. Like, you go into a big building, and it's like you got to remember floor. You know what I mean? And this sounds – and perception is a motherfucker. It really it is. Because for people who live in the city, it sounds crazy for me to be saying this. But literally, like, I've met people who have not been in a fucking 45-foot uh, – skyscraper you know what i mean who haven't left like their small town like rural walmart community you know what i mean like and it is a trip like it really is different when you come out here and it's like holy fuck like i literally get scared that building like when you're just walking by buildings and you look up and that huge (laughs) fucking shit i start to buckle you dude you're (laughs) dude you're sleeping when i moved into the dorms i couldn't sleep for like two weeks i swear to god i was just i was smoking out in the first two weeks trying to go to sleep because i was scared i'm scared of heights that's a whole different fucking story i fell off my uh, bunk when i was a kid and broke my arm in two places fuck that shit but Damn. the um yeah we went to the, the the witch doctor too we didn't have no hospitals either <laughs> sprayed some some fucking chaga on my arm and <laughs> Rust that shit up. Threw me on the back of the ATV in the snow both ways. What do you mean? No, uh, I don't even remember. But yeah, no. Height. Fuck that. I'm like, I lived on the 11th floor. I was laying in bed and I was like, bro, I'm 11 floors up. I'm in a skyscraper (laughs) right now. My shit, I'm so fucking high. Like, I would get off my bed and not feel like I touched the ground and just be like, I'm like, like you know like the old donkey kong game like when you're all the way up at the, like you got to go all the way up to the top of the, like you know what i'm saying like like don't that shit could fall it's all math bro it's all math and concrete and science and gas lines and shit exploding controlled ways and fucking you can't think it, about it bro you gotta just bro, keep this going shit, <laughs> it, paralyzed dude, by dude, it caught on fire I, I woke up one morning go downstairs the lady's like yeah there was a fire last night i'm like what the fuck there was a fire where and she's like here i was like he this building she's like yeah huh no alarm no 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 nothing she's like well it was a small one it was on the west end you need to understand this building carries the entire block huh (laughs) like what what the fuck are you kidding me he's like yeah like it was like connected to the restaurant and then there was the dorms and then there was a different apartment and then there was like a department store down the street it's fucking crazy that's wild yeah fucking crazy Speeches. My ass was taking the bus and shit when I was like, you know what I'm saying, younger. Like, Jake had me on the fucking. <laughs> I'll be like, hell <laughs> oh, yeah, we was down there. <laughs> I remember they used to have me biking, bro. I was so young. We used to bike to my brother's girlfriend's house. And I was like, I don't know how old I was. I am so bad. I remember shit like that. I felt really, I felt really vulnerable because I was on this bike behind jake and ryan biking to ryan's girlfriend house crossing what was like highways bro i started guy he was like where do we have to go jake we went from high up northeast down towards the u down towards the u i guess you've been crossing hennepin or you know back there like by the burger king and the mcdonald's back there under 35 you crossing like stinson and shit and and, <laughs> and hennepin like on bike on a oh shit. you know what i'm saying yeah yeah so different. I guess I, that's how I brought that up, yeah, because it was just like that fat, like cars whizzing by and shit. You know what I'm saying? Like 
yeah they're surviving in different environments yeah i can relate to that i actually had to bike back uh from roseville out to oh, southwest yeah, right. or southeast minneapolis Damn. because it didn't fit in my car so i was like <laughs> well let's get this going and then yeah. you find yourself on 35 like this is how i die today yeah. <laughs> fuck yeah <laughs> see and street names too like all you guys are just like yeah just like going up hennepin south end 35 like fucking you know marshall cleveland columbia fucking 65e yeah man. 22 i'm just like <laughs> a b c d up down cube square circle like i'm just like i can't fucking like it was like i was speaking a different language the first couple months i lived here like everywhere i go on my phone like my phone would die all the time because i'm like on gps and shit in the metro tracker app shit don't work i was gonna bring that up earlier too is like the biggest thing because i grew up in a small town too is the biggest thing that i remember is like i could get anywhere in the small town but i did not know the single fucking road name no. but just knew how where to get there but yeah. you, you start to have to know names and shit and, and nobody damn. needs it nobody else needs it either. yeah What's funny about that is it's not that different from growing up in Northeast Minneapolis. Really, like, there's a lot of spatial things that are different. It's like, we're in an urban environment. But as far as, like, we know a lot of people that never left Northeast before, mm -hmm. you know? And it's, like, a lot of the same mindsets, I feel like, that I've seen from people who grew up in rural or small town environments are similar, kind of, you know? Like, and I feel like, again, like it's like working class music. Like, that's something that drives through the benefits or just, like, I feel like a connection we have is, like, they're dealing with drug addiction out there. They're dealing with lack of industry, lack of jobs. You know what I'm saying? They're dealing with like repressive political environments. They're like dealing with some of the similar things that we're dealing with. It's just like a different environment. So there's like a lot of similarities. Or I was thinking of that as like, I could say the same thing Northeast. Like, I don't know all the, the names, all the streets. I just know how to get there. Yeah. You know, or I know my little back way path where I'm cutting through people's yards and shit. Like, it's just home is home no matter yeah where. yeah and i guess when you don't have money to spend to you don't go out you go in and just kick it yeah yeah someone told me one time that like some crazy percentage of like human population marries someone that lives within like four blocks of their parents house or like a certain proximity mm. like he was trying to put in perspective to me that like living in like a global cosmopolitan environment is like a real privilege or like a real unique experience where like for a lot of human history is like you're about to be with the people who are right there immediately yeah. with yeah. you. I don't well, know that if was... that's true or not, but someone told me that. The people who were saying we maybe was getting it in, but the majority of people were staying home. Yeah, I think about the people like, and there's tons of people that grew up in my small town. Their family's been there for years. You know, mm -hmm. they've married somebody in the town. I think that happens often. Yeah, and people, in my experience, everything happens younger. You know what I mean? Like, where I'm from, a lot of uh, younger couples getting married, a lot of younger couples having babies. Like, my brother had his baby when he was 18. No, when he was 19. And Alyssa was 17, about to turn 18. And, you know, still in high school type shit. Like, and best believe they'll stay around there. You know what I mean? They're not <laughs> going anywhere now. You know, I love my brother to death, but, you know, sometimes. You know what I mean? And that's the other thing, too, is uh, it's really dope to be around people who it's the opposite for me. You know what I mean? It makes me feel like not safer isn't the word but just like more like i'm learning more like i learn more about how yeah. to navigate 
from smoking blunts with Spencer than I have from the Metro Transit app. I swear <laughs> to God, like every single time you go, you can learn like a different like way to cut and shit. Like that other day at Hard Times. Hell yeah, that the, was smooth. The Viking yeah. bar shit and got a ticket there today, like a motherfucker. That's the other thing too. Parking tickets. Mm-hmm. Fuck that shit. I got a forty two dollar ticket today, bro, because I parked twenty feet from a fucking crosswalk. Mm. I don't know what the fuck that means, but that's whack. And I that's unfair to me. <laughs> How somebody can just walk up and be like Ding, 50, 40 bucks, a 50, not 40, to, no, a 50, like 50 bucks. And then whatever you got to spend in gas to get there. Fuck that shit. It, yeah. Cars bring, cars bring drama. That's something mm-hmm. that I've definitely learned. Got to learn how to fix them though. Learn how to fix them your show. Save them money. <laughs> For real. For real. Yo, I want to ask you guys, I know that you guys grew up in Minneapolis. Is that correct? So... <laughs> And then you came from New Hampshire, um, so there was a lot of new perspective that came from coming here to Minneapolis, and I know that you said that you're going to be taking some time back in New Hampshire soon, but do you guys consider ever leaving Minneapolis? Because, you know, I mean, like, there's obviously a lot here and stuff like that, but within that in mind of, like, learning new things when you're out in a different area, have you guys considered leaving? I definitely have. Um, You know, but I also, to me the calculus has always led me to stay because like, you know, when I'm thinking about my, I feel like what is my life's work, like being a cultural worker, being an artist, being an organizer, um, roots really matter, you know? And I think there's like, you're giving up something, I think, you know, by like, you're missing out on a lot and it's a big world. And like, I'm trying to discern for myself, like how much of it is like, no, I'm making the intentional decision to stay here because I want to have generational relationships and I want to have a deep understanding of the place and have an impact over time. And like social change work, especially I feel like comes through long-term commitment and relationships. Or is it like, you know, is it like a fear? That's another thing is like, I feel like when you grow up with not a lot of resources, like sometimes, or like just in a neighborhood that can be like kind of insular, it can be like scary to think about moving out, you know? So I've, I've been called a couple of times where I felt like, should I go or not? And I've always just been decided to stay here. And I honestly don't really see myself relocating probably unless so I'm, I'm open to the idea, but I'm still like, I feel like trying to build long-term work and I, but I, I do want to move around, you know, I'd like to move around with the music. I'd like to see if like potentially I could set up a couple of years for myself where I spend a lot of time on the road and just check back in with home. Yeah. And then I'm I'm in a relationship now, you know what I'm saying? So we talk about it too. It's like making choices for two people and you know where she want to be, what does she want to do? Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I'd be down to go to a real environment potentially. Um in in the when I like later, I've been thinking about that or even just thinking about how sometimes at the same time like Minneapolis hasn't really felt like home um recently and like as much like more and more like that can be like an experience that is kind of surreal too because i'm like man the minneapolis that i'm over here talking about this is lovely like the the stuff that i'm remembering isn't even there no more you know what i'm saying like in a lot of ways and like actually literally the like homies like who don't live there no more where it's like the the, the people who like the people who the people who would you would see on the street and who you could actually count on to like fuck around and pop up at their front door they're just they're they're elsewhere now a lot oftentimes that's not true for everybody but um Myself included, my mom and dad um, own a, own a house in Northeast. 
I think the question should be a determining question is like where we can maybe like get some home ownership or like owning some owning some property like if we could like establish like a business or a storefront in Minneapolis or like a fucking house you know what I'm saying that would help out <laughs> I'm saying that would like pretty much seal the deal as far as where we're gonna stay and set up shop um but I mean I also like would be down to explore like where it's cheaper um and and also where like especially where real motherfuckers are living now because it'd be a bunch of whole bunch of hold up nah it'd be um <laughs> now it's like i can't relate to a lot of motherfuckers i'd be seeing yeah 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 i always ask myself too like what's the most and spencer and i talk about it is like where are we setting ourselves up for success in the changing environment around us like climate change is a real thing you know what i'm saying and like is it what's advantageous about living in the city but then like what's advantageous about having like more direct access to the land mm -hmm. and i don't know so yeah, yeah. that's an interesting point for, you know yeah exactly yeah hell yeah i feel like minnesota is kind of a strategic or like a lot of times i'm like man you could do a lot worse than living in minnesota right now like far away from the coast you know what I'm saying? Relatively, like, not anything wild. It gets really cold, and it could get really hot. Shit could change, but I'm like, I feel like we don't. We might not have to change our lives as drastically as other folks might have to. Absolutely. Especially, yeah, as you're saying, the water is huge. Yeah. Huge, bro. This, that's why everyone, that's another reason why people are moving here. It's about to be, it's going to keep coming, I feel like, to Minnesota. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck that. I can never live. Ocean is powerful, man. Ocean is one of the most powerful things in the world. Shit is scary. That shit is, man. This is this, this is the final hour. <laughs> the final hour. With that though, what does it mean to be an artist? You know, speaking within this very like chaotic time. Um. Like, do you feel like there is a purpose to it? I like, just read a really dope quote that was inspiring from like someone who I'm really channeling lately, like a, a hero of mine named Louis Riel. Um. He was like a he was like a leader um, from Canada who like actually like he died the the Canadian government executed him because he was like fighting for like autonomous rights of like the Métis people. Okay. Long story short, he had a, and he was actually Irish. I learned, which is interesting because I'm Irish too. But he had a quote that I just read in this article that was like, "My people will forget for a hundred years, but it'll be the artists that." wake them up or something like that I, I butchered the quote a little bit but it's something like that and I thought that was really like kind of gave me some clarity you know what I'm saying as far as like I really do like fuck around sound like I'm trying to sound prophetic or nothing like that but I really do think like this is some I'm like really tuned into how crazy these times are you know what I'm saying like with like the the environment and like I found myself like ready to like like move and change things you know what i'm saying so i think like the artists in like yeah That's trying it. to be a voice of progress and trying to be a voice of like sanity you know what i'm saying i think is is really really essential and um yeah that's my i guess like our mission yeah and yeah. before of like re you know being not confident is the word but just knowing that like i don't know i me personally like what you know the themes we've been talking about this whole time like i moved out to minneapolis not too long ago 
and I lived out in nowhere. But I listened to music from Minneapolis before I moved out here, before I knew I was going to come out here. So, like, for me, it's like every single thing that I've recorded out here, I'm trying to make it so that one day somebody could go and listen to it. You know what I mean? Like, not even, that's not the reason I'm making it, but like, I really do feel like we live in like historic times. Like, I feel like one day, like, people will talk about like the span from you know these these last couple years like 2017 and 2018 in particular in the years to come and you know i'm really glad that and it's not about like being on a fucking chart or like or you know what i mean it's not anything like that but it's like i'm glad that i'm making songs that i'm making music with that time you know what i mean and like not there there are other there are worse things that you could be doing you know what i mean and 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 i do feel like we're making making little bits of little little piece of history yeah you know what i mean at least for myself you know and, and it's like it's really cool and it's definitely a privilege feels like survival kind of to me too i feel like there's so much craziness around us and so much stress and so much violence that like if, if i wasn't going over to nick's spot and getting on the microphone like i don't think i could make it you know like i think i would go insane and yeah. i think yeah like our culture is one thing that's like essential for us as like the government's not going to step in and save us corporations aren't going to save us it's like really going to be us deciding to live our lives differently and i feel like song and dance and story and poetry and theater is like so crucial for us to like keep each other informed and encouraged and inspired and like i feel like for people like us keep us sane you know like that's the only thing that makes me feel like okay i could keep going you know i could make sense of it because i could speak my piece out there and like have a voice and not just take in like just be bombarded by trump and climate change and shit all day it's like we we got some we have some agency we could do something and i feel like art like like spence said like you know we're not going to be able to act a different world unless we could see it first and smell it and feel it and like mm -hmm. and, and like we were talking about before like music creates communities and brings people together and i feel like that's why i feel like it's again like the timing between us and jen real nicholas is like I feel like really strong because right now there's like a big push to divide rural people from urban people. And it's like this simplistic, all the your urban people are only people of color or yuppies and all the rural people are white and racist. And that's not reality at all. And that leaves out the thing that cuts in common is we're all facing climate change. We're all facing op class oppression, you know, like, and there's a lot of people of color that live in rural environments. And there's a lot of, um, working class white people or whatever who live in urban environments and it's like trying to break through them stereotypes and like create this fever pitch where it's like nah like when you, when you get together with somebody in a bar or off a stage and you could like make them connections beyond how, how they want to divide us mm -hmm. yeah and even like even not even off the stage but when you're working with them you know what I mean? Like when you work with somebody or you know somebody because they're in your neighborhood, you know, and that's, you know, uh, for me personally, like I take this shit very, very seriously. Like, you know, I, I'm not a person, like I'm not that, you know, I feel like when people say I take this shit seriously, they mean different things. But when I say that, I mean like I really take, uh, the creation of art seriously not even art like just the creation of music and uh, of art yeah sure it's say art the creation of art very seriously and uh like i take my time seriously you know what i mean because 
I'm not here with my family. And family, like, is a really big thing for me, like, generational things and, and like, what you were talking about before, you know what I mean? Like, you know, part of me really would like to be able to, like, drive down the street and check on my mom and, like, bring her groceries and, like, you know what I mean? Like, home that hometown type of shit, you know what I mean? Like, and it's crazy when you live in a world when you just know so much because that's the difference. Like, I feel like there's a lot of, like, young like revolutionaries or artists or painters or you know there's somebody right now who's one of the most amazing most talented people in the world but before the internet you didn't know that you could do certain things you know what i mean like i literally never would have known if if i didn't know through through the internet literally the internet and tv is what taught me about rap music nobody else nobody like i had a cousin who liked rap music but that was it you know what i mean yeah. and like it it's just family's really important though. So this is something that's that's always needs to stay prevalent, you know what I mean? And again, it's cool to be with people who whose family's out here cuz like, you can kind of see it and it kind of like reminds me of shit because it's like I meet so many people and usually it's only in professional situations, you know what I mean? And it's like almost like home disappears, you know what I mean? Like but then you go somebody's home and it's like oh wow this is like a home like <laughs> this is like an actual home it's not like an office it's not a a fucking uh jimmy john's it's not an elevator it's not a parking lot a, you know this is like a home like people live here like holy shit you know it's it's cool it was super cool you know what really put me in perspective with like realizing that more than or like that the cities and the rural areas aren't really that different from each other is delivering groceries to like elderly people and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Cause you forget about the elderly people that live in your community cause they're just in their house a lot of the time. And like, they've probably been there for years and years and years. Yeah. Yeah. And have seen, seen all the changes and shit. That's why, and that's why I'm really excited about, about doing this and about coming out with the, the project and we got it recorded. Um, from someone who I consider like a, a, a huge inspiration and and a legend in his own right and of Medium Zach at Woodgrain mm -hmm. Studios, right? That's the name? Woodgrain. And I mean, that was, I mean, it sounds incredible. And, you know, I really stand behind all of Spencer's bars and all of the song topics. And I feel like we, we, made it themed enough and not themed enough as to where all the songs really stand out on their own but they sound the best all the way through you know what i mean like and i'm I'm really proud of it and we're going to be releasing last time we were at the 331 club it went really well um so i'm happy to be doing it again there yeah. this time it's going to be mad different too so i'm really excited about that it's going to be mad different i don't want to give away too much but you want to run down the date at least for us? Yeah, absolutely. April 14th at the 331 Club. Yeah. Catch Jam Real and Scoundrel Spence releasing the benefits. Northeast yeah, Minneapolis. Yeah, for it's sure. It's going to be dope. It's going uh, to be us. It's hosted by Jake, GP Jacob, Jake for president. Um, Lioness is going to be gracing the stage as well. Hey. She's going to be super dope. Yeah, that's really exciting. Yeah, it's really exciting. Um. What else? What else, Spence? It's a Saturday. <laughs> there you go. Hell yeah. It's Saturday. Yo. Probably going to get music. What? It's, it's going to be dope because I think like it's going to be like we're going to 
I'm really excited to just like let loose, man, and and really like. It's even I don't know if y'all like were like hip to how like the fuck the dumb shit show got canceled or whatever. Mm-hmm. Last time we tried to release a t- project was a. Uh, we had a show planned and then okay. like this whole fiasco went down where we didn't have access to the venue the day of the person thought it was a different day so i had been like putting up posters all around the city and shit like yeah. working around the clock and shit to pull off the show like you know what i'm saying did all did it all up and then the day of bro i was at work <laughs> <laughs> and they told me they were like oh we can't get in this thing like um <laughs> what if the woman's in a different town like we didn't we can't we haven't been to give her the hold of her whatever yada 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 and it's like the show can't happen you know what i'm saying so i was like heartbroken low-key you know what i'm saying like really was um like fuck that shit was whack it left me and i've had a couple performances since then but i feel like it was like a like a process that we like we're trying to like do this right you know and like get you to come out and we had so many people coming like a lot of people reached out and was like Bro, I was actually about to show up. Da, 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 da. <laughs> um, but uh, it left me with like a bitter taste in my mouth. So I'm really excited about this show at the 331 Club on April 14th because it's going to be, um, we're going to let loose, you know what I'm saying? And we have a bunch of new music too yeah. that like, that's um, that we've made after the benefits or whatever. So I think we're going to hit you hit the people off with that and like showcase a bunch of like really let loose and have fun up there and like, um, take advantage. Mm. Yeah, that's what's up. And at the same time, I know Jim. Really, you're actually doing another show too. Yeah, yeah. After after this one, I'm gonna like announce it on. I'm announce it to everybody on uh, the benefits release show. All but right. I'm also doing. I'm doing a going away show on uh, March 11th, and that'll probably. I don't know for sure. I was just talking to this other. Uh, person today but I think that might be my last show that I do in Minnesota before I go back home for a little bit go back on the east coast I actually got some stuff in Boston which I'm excited about but it's not isn't 100% confirmed yet so you know what I mean like it's it's cool because the number one thing that I've learned from McNally and I learned from all the people that I've been really honored to meet and like privileged to meet since I've been out here is that it's all about you you know what I mean it's all about like literally everything like everything that makes you dope happens before you get on stage you know what I mean like it happened way before you got on stage ever like it's all about you like an artist can strive anywhere and it's you know like your perception is like what is your success like I used to think like if I wasn't in the city I'll never be popping and if I'm not popping then I'm I'm not shit and if I'm not shit then that's bad then you know what I mean like and it's like once you kind of open up to like the fact that like I, I'm happy where I'm at at this moment and I'm making music that I'm proud of and I'm spending my time good and like you know you put me anywhere now and I'm gonna make my music start popping off you know what I mean like I like do my thing anywhere you know so it's like I really owe a lot to Minnesota. And again, I'm not leaving. Like, it's a going away show. I'm going away for a little bit. But like we said about with family and stuff, man, it's like I just need to see my mom. And like my grandma is getting really old and she has uh, Alzheimer's and arthritis. And you know what I mean? And my brother is actually traveling all over the world. My brother's going to Europe. I just learned that today. Yeah, he's Let's going go. to Europe. Nice. Traveling around playing musician. I guess the yeah, shout out to my little brother. Little brother's hey, real shit. One. Hell yeah. Uh, travels across the country on trains, like hitchhikes and trains, and uh, obviously he's 
riding a plane to Europe and shit, but he's with a band. He's like touring with them and shit now. So I'm really excited. Damn, bro. But yeah. Family. Yeah, man. Yeah. So this is, this is like a lot of what we've been building up to, you know, a lot of work and like a lot of like dedicated time and a lot of intention, you know, and we're just trying really hard to make it as good for everybody else as it has been for us like making it and and you know the fact to be throwing our own show and to be you know people seem to be excited about it and like there was a lot of hype about the fuck the dumb shit one and you know and it's it things are things are definitely really good and i'm excited about it and you can best believe there's going to be like some some stage decorations and lights and smoke and you know, I'm trying to figure out how we can get some free coffee up in there or something. Hey. You know what I mean? Like some all type out. shit like mm-hmm. that. Cold press. Yeah. <laughs> have a whole Hold gallon down. of cold press right right on the front or some shit. With a ladle. You could ladle cold press. <laughs> ladle. Put ladle cold press cold in a punch press. bowl. That would be real. <laughs> that, that's a theme of ours, though, man. Like You got to have the coffee, man. Shit. That sounds good as fuck. I, honestly, I, I I feel better pitching the coffee than the alcohol, <laughs> man. But yeah, honestly, no judgment pass. Get it how you live. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, I'm all about the coffee. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, man. Yeah, um, we're we are all very, very, very excited, yeah. and uh, it's gonna be dope, and it's gonna be videotaped too, and I'm gonna try and record it too. So being being a music video, <laughs> that's what I'm gonna start around, saying man. to people. Yeah, that's what I'm gonna start saying to people. Just be slick, like be part of a music video, and people will show up all fine and shit. It's like one dude with a camera, like walking <laughs> around, like like hell yeah, it's a music video. Wait till you see it. Like no 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 lights, no camera, no like no no shit. It's like one dude, like <laughs> we. <laughs> Sometimes it's all it takes, though. Fuck yeah. Yeah. Well. Oh, hell yeah. yeah. Anything else you want to add? No, just thanks you guys for coming out, dude. You guys got anything else to add? I guess we should ask yeah. you. Man. No, thank you guys free for having Jake. us. Yeah, free Jake. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, thank you guys for inviting us over, man, and shit, and inviting us to your home. And it's cool to it's cool to do shit like this in this setting. You yeah. know what I mean? Absolutely. I think about it and the ability to do this a couple years, not a couple, but, you know, Oh, at one point this was a lot harder to do than it is now. So it's really cool to that we have the. Technology. Yeah, we're in here with four microphones. This is four, my fucking living room. Four yeah, mics. Right. Yeah, living room. Winning, yeah. yeah right. Like, this is the benefits. The benefits. Right. Yeah, yeah, man. I, I hope you all you all continue to reap the benefits. Yeah, for real. Out. Yeah, seriously. Yeah. Much love and respect, man. For real. And no doubt, no doubt. And big ups to Scoundrel Spence, Gem Real, GP Jacobs, the benefits. Man, the album is coming next week. In the meantime, find your way out to the 331 Club this Saturday night, April 14th at 10 p.m. This is a free entry show with limited edition CDs for purchase and special guest, The Lioness. So you already know what it is. Be in that mess. In the meantime, though, let's play it out right now and give another dose of that dopeness. This right here, I can't go for that. Right here, Lake Views. Not living in my purpose, I can't go for that Living life on the surface, I can't go for that Ain't none but lames when you look round Put your foot down, brother, don't go for that Not getting in the gym, I can't go for that You're either fucking me or him, I can't go for that Fuck 12, may they all get took down 
put your foot down We do not go for that She a queen on her own She don't go for that It ain't green, it wasn't grown I can't go for that Getting stoned all day On the sofa Giving no fuck I cannot go for that Vocal track at the show I can't go for that Local cat Hell no, I can't go for that Let me put this one thing loud and clear We proud in here We do not go for that I can't go for that Meaning I'm opposed to that Fuck a Prozac, toast it where I'm posted at Talk shit, get smacked when you close enough That's how it was growing up when I learned how I'm supposed to act Steep T, raise the frequency, recoup, get sleep Save cheese, eat food, work your body You know you gotta stay ready, pray for Better days when it weighs heavy I'm a daddy, it occurred to me that body is a daughter And she can do with her body, yes yeah, she please I'm with Luna, watch me learn her how to use the potty Pretty soon it'll be the birds and the bees The time mama spent in the psych ward a part of me Hype, this motherfucking mic or my artery Art is my life, this ain't something we just started We honored the departed, you won't hear me say pardon me, no Not living in my purpose, I can't go for that Living life on the surface, I can't go for that Fuck 12, may they all get took down Put your foot down, brother, we don't go for that